Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. It's Thursday, and that means time for another exciting adventure of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. Joining me in the studio to my immediate right is... Ryan Winkler. Mike Galsan. Andy Brampernard. And on the phone, because he can't even manage a calendar... Patrick Garofalo. <laughs> Typical Republican is all I have to say. And you say. want to run the government. <laughs> we'll be right back there after these exciting words Love from our it. sponsor. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this is Brian Zepp. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Welcome back to Doug and the Quitter. <laughs> Doug and the Quitter. I Ironic, because it sounds like a morning show. <laughs> I know, sadly, <laughs> that would probably actually work. Now we're talking, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect. Yeah, it's going to be great to be around you for the next five and a half months, isn't it? <laughs> I know. It's going to be a real thrill. I'm just wondering what I'm going to do with all my spare time when we don't have to do Walzer commercials anymore. Oh, you might just sleep have in. to do those. The extra 30 <laughs> seconds it takes to record one per no, week? No, 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 no. It's it's actually, I listen about half an hour. It's sort of like, I'm like an old lady in a Corolla that has to merge onto Highway 100. Mm. I have to work down the on-ramp to sort of <laughs> yep. stream into traffic perfectly without sure. causing some sort of a auditory collision. The zipper method of uh, advertising? Our good friend Pat Garofalo uh, and Ryan Winkler joined us in the studio. Is this the third time you guys have been I on together? I think so. It's well, the it's second the for sure. Time. Oh, it's yeah. I think, I think you guys might have been on. You might have been on individually at first, and I think Tom or I had the idea. Hey, let's get them on at the same yeah, time. I think so, um, Pat, can you uh, just tell the share with the listening audience why you weren't able to make it all oh, the way to St. Louis Park that's from cold. from Farmington? Uh, well, the short answer is because I'm an idiot. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Uh, uh, no, I. Th this is why my legislative assistant manages my calendar instead of me, because, of course, I, you know, 
you know, Ryan actually, Ryan Winkler actually responds to an email for once and confirms the event. For once. And I say, and I say yes, but then I neglected to add it to my calendar. And so I'm a fool and that's why I'm remote. And I deserve all your scorn and attacks. That it's it's okay. Although in the, I think this we're in the 130-something episode of the show, and there's only two people that have totally gone after it. You and uh, the first, first time I had Mick Sterling, he showed up right at the end. And he goes, <laughs> oh, did. I had it as East Coast time. I said, dude, we're in St. Louis Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's a musician in fairness. Well, so that's and The true. fact that he got the day right is sometimes an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, so He was a good buddy of my brother Troy's. Yep, I didn't I know. even know that. Yep, they were just tight as tigers. And they he's big friends tight. with Peter Bourne. I mean, the circle yeah. gets smaller and smaller the more you reach out. Kendall Norberg went to high school with him, too. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he did, yeah, absolutely. Huh? Um, I'm going to turn this over to Mike because I know one of the things that Pat you've been working on is gambling legislation uh, in the in in the state of Minnesota. And Mike is a uh, well, he's a gambling addict. I mean, there's no easy oh, way around nice. it. It's That's a nice. sickness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's, I've declared bankruptcy five times. I've lost everything. That's yeah. not true at all, you liar. No, I I like to gamble, but you know what I do like to do is like a. In a twins game, I might bet you know ten bucks or something. Oh, really? Yeah, that's about as much as I'll bet. But it seemed like you guys were getting pretty close before the session, and or I was. But I was only observing casually. Can you tell us what you're trying to do and what you think the odds are? Sure. Well, I'm happy to be here at the Degenerate Sports Gambling Hour with Mike Elfan. That's, uh, that's good. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a side note, Mike, did you happen to see the Twins game last night? Oh God, don't bring that up. I it, yeah, I saw it. I thought it was delightful, but. But then again, I was uh, not betting on the twins. Nice bullpen. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, the well, bull, so, the someone, else on the, someone else on this uh, show did bet on the twins oh. yesterday. Oh, I'm someone, sorry. Someone is, that's someone is still pissed about it. But so. you probably only bet 10 bucks too, so it's like you could... <laughs> Yeah, good one. That's funny. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> is that even legal to be doing? Uh, yeah, it's What's it's yeah, it's legal. To, it's 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 not legal for the people who are accepting the bets. Oh, but it's, okay. But it's perfectly, as far as I know, well, I, I pack it. Yeah, you better be careful. You're sitting next to the guy that's likely to become the next Hennepin County, you know, uh -oh. attorney. So just, I'm just it's not, a, it's not a felony, that much I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. That's a good Yet. Uh, Yet. Ryan's a Democrat. He doesn't believe in prosecuting anyone for anything. Oh, <laughs> here shot we go. fired. Here, here we go. go. <laughs> just kidding. I'm joking with uh, no, so to answer your question about sports gambling, which I, by the way, legally, I did that because it's legal in Iowa. Mm -hmm. Oh, there oh, you sure. go. Um, yeah, you drove down to Iowa and then you did that. Yep. And by the way, Democrats do believe in prosecuting someone. <clears throat> mm, doesn't look too good. It's going to be uh, a long show. It is. So it? Yeah, yeah, I haven't even said a word. Boy, look at the time, Ryan. Should we go over to Burger King? <laughs> What's so what, what brought you, what brought the two of you together on, on, well, on anything? Well, we like to argue with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, that's true. Then we found that we enjoyed arguing with each other more, and then we formed a friendship based mostly on that. Well, I've, I've definitely seen friendships think... based on less. <laughs> We've served together a long time. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> know, he looks at me when he's a friendship based on less. <laughs> less. He stands up staring at me. 
Mutual respect. Out. Pat and I have worked together for a long time. Yes. Uh, we know that at, in politics there's uh, you know, a certain amount that you have to do because you're expected to disagree, but there are a lot of uh, ways and areas where we have overlap, and I think just the idea that you need two parties, they have their own roles to play, but it doesn't mean you can't be friends across those differences is pretty important. And uh, we've enjoyed each other over the, over the years. That's he he nice. flipped me the bird on the house floor once. I love that. That's a great story. And that's when I knew this was a worthy friend. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't some, a woman got very upset about that, if I remember correctly. Wasn't there a, what, there a woman in the house or something or whatever? Somebody got upset, well, I know. With Pat. It was a, yeah. well, yeah, it was a yeah. Democrat from Minneapolis that was a man, so I guess you could call him a woman. Oh, yeah, was, uh, wow. Oh, God. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, He's on fire. With <laughs> hey, it's back to the wow. 50s night. <laughs> <laughs> Make but the uh, no, Ryan's 100% right, and uh, you know whether it's Republicans or Democrats, there's no there's no shortage of lunatics in either party. Oh, also, you got that right. There's an abundance of some really good people who work really hard and are involved in politics for the right That's reason. And while Ryan and I may not agree 100% on everything, he's a pretty good dude. Oh, it is. Right. And uh, how do you turn that? We've been we've uh, we've been lucky in Minnesota to have him involved in elected office, and I hope that. Uh, you know, I know he's got some endeavors he's working on in Hennepin County here, and I hope uh, I hope it doesn't hurt his street cred by me saying this, but I hope that he's successful in his office. Oh, it could hurt. It would be uh, it would actually be good for uh, Hennepin County and be good for the region. Now I got a problem that I got to bring up to you guys immediately because it's, we're six minutes and forty seconds in, and I have a huge problem. I'm hearing a Democrat and a Republican telling the truth. What the hell's wrong with you two? Well, we don't know how many people actually listen to this podcast. It's actually not connected to the internet. This is, I'm actually a, I'm not a car salesman. I'm a psychotherapist. Yeah, and they do this go. every week to help Tom. Honestly, oh, I need the help. And I, I literally, because I used to get up, Mr. Gelfand, as you know this, get up and watch the news in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I would jump around from channel to channel. I can't do it anymore. Everybody just lies. That's all they do on the news now. Here's another lie for you. It's like, why are you doing that? I don't get it. It's very frustrating. You know what I mean? I do. I just don't understand. Yeah. Can you just tell the truth, or is it just too expensive to tell the truth? There's not a lot of marketplace for the truth out there. There's <laughs> not. <laughs> Who's buying? You're right. That's it's all about the money. You're, it's exactly right. It's all about. So money. you know, I'm glad you brought that up, and because we have a couple of legislators here, how much money does it cost to buy a state legislator? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, nice. It, it's, it's usually just the willingness and promise to suppress secrets they may have or blackmail yes. they have on us. If they yes. promise to keep that private, it usually does the trick. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll just regard that as a no comment. Mike, <laughs> Mike you have no, to... I'm still thinking about it. Not for myself, of course. Right. So, yeah. Mike, you do have to open a Venmo account. Yeah. Venmo. That's what they take. That's what, yeah. A little Venmo action. I like Dad, it. I have a question for you because, as you know, we we're, fr- we're Facebook friends. Are you sure you're not a Democrat? I saw a post uh, about you and how much you loved your Tesla. I didn't know that Republicans were allowed to drive Teslas, first of all. First and one man, did you take a lot of incoming flack for that. I couldn't believe it. It's like, it's just a car. What? Yeah, I know. It's like, first of all, why? what is it about Facebook that makes people lose their goddamn mind? It's true. It's a fact. What, like, so well, that, those I, are I the moderates exactly compared to Twitter. Like, I made a post yeah. where I, I posted on Facebook a, a couple months ago, right, where I was just talking about, hey, listen, you know, I know gas prices are super expensive, but this is why I like driving an electric car, and I kind of figured out the math involved in what I was saving, and oh my gosh, you would have thought I came out as a Christian against Christ or something. 
It is you know, crazy. There was a bit of television that I just loved that happened last week, and I just thought it was so wonderful. I was watching an old episode of uh, Alfred Hitchcock from the 50s, and I can't remember the actor's name, but he came out of the boss's office, and he's all happy, and here he goes, oh, what, what, what happened? He goes, I just got a huge raise. I, I didn't. I, he called me in his office. I thought I was in trouble, but I just got this huge raise. It, uh, my God, it was wonderful. And the guy says, well, if you don't mind telling me so how much you get. And he goes, he just gave me another 25 cents an hour. <laughs> and we got a call from Tyre Carver, who added it up for a 40-hour week at a quarter an hour, uh, after taxes, he couldn't buy one gallon of gas in California. <laughs> <laughs> that ten bucks is going not going anywhere. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? The world has changed that much in fifty, sixty, seventy years. Isn't that amazing? A quarter was a big deal back in yeah. those days. Of course, the other the other side of it is that 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 guy didn't ever have to see a, a medical bill. That's probably true. So you know, there's. Give and take there. Well, there's always give and take, isn't there? I don't know anymore. Well, the top marginal tax rate in 1956 was 90%. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That, wasn't that to pay for the highways, also known as move the Defense I Department? Mostly and it was the to war. pay for World War II. And the war, Eisenhower yeah, went, yeah. all right, let's pay this off so we can get back to being normal. Well, he jacked her up to 70%, didn't he, right it away? Nine, it was 90. It was 90 yeah. by the time yeah, but it was I mean, done. Yeah, by the it was done. It started out at 70 and it went to 90%. <laughs> it's like, why would you work if it's 90%? Well, that, I mean, that's the published rate. That's not no, really no, I whatever. That. But, it, but people still paid a fairly good percentage. But of look that. at the state rate. Did you have any money left at all? Yeah. I mean, is there anything left? Hey, well, we got you two guys on the line. Where the hell is our money? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Pat to show up for work. Oh, oh yeah. Or yeah. interviews or anything for that matter. I, I tell you what, you know it's a great year when Tim Walls is running around the state saying, I think the government's got too much money, and the way to help people out is to give people their money back. That You know it's a pretty good political environment for Republicans. I haven't gotten mine yet. Where's my money? I haven't gotten my check yet. Have you gotten it? Yeah, they just, it's, they're still working on it. Can you buy a gallon reason, of gas with it? The reason uh, Walls can say that is because the Republicans have decided to run on being anti-vax, anti-abortion, and the extreme right-wing fringe. So but not you've already Minnesota. given the whole center to Tim Walls to take up as much space as he wants. Is Minnesota, Minnesota's not going through with all that stuff, are they? I, I don't Scott know. Jensen? I don't even know who that is. I don't pay that, attention to it anymore. I won't say anything more. I don't a, want to explain doc, who he is. He's the uh, Republican nominee to run uh, against Walls in Where's the election. Where's he from? He's from southwestern Minnesota, and he was southwest he kind Metro. of became a prominent uh, questioning the efficacy of vaccines. He was a bit of a one. Uh, one trick pony, but Fauci ain't looking too good right now no. as far as vaccines are concerned either. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. All these people, it's all of them, isn't it? I, mean, Listen, I don't. The thing is, like, I have no problem calling out people in my party who um, suck shit. <laughs> um, Welcome home, but Pat. If, if uh, but uh, you know, I've been very critical of Trump, but I don't. Uh, I don't consider Scott Jensen to be one of those people. He's not a fringy right-wing guy and if if he was i would i would criticize him really what what yeah. sort of a centrist position does he take because i'm not familiar with i'm seriously i'm not familiar with any position he's taken that could be called centric 
Um, so I think, well, first of all, you support sports gambling, so of course. Oh, well, then he's okay. Oh, okay. all of a sudden, Mike's a fan. <laughs> yep. Here, here's how you get a GOP card, Mike. Let me just tear off the little. You know, the fact the fact of the matter is that that most gamblers most gamblers will continue to gamble on the internet. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's probably true because it's it? obviously going to be easier for them to do it. Right. And and so the state, you know, whoever winds up getting the franchise. However, they wind up doing it. Yeah, you know, gamblers are pretty comfortable, and, and Pat knows this. They're pretty comfortable uh, betting on you know offshore with offshore casinos. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think that there, there's some truth. There is some truth to that. But if you look at what's happened in other states, uh, the more accessible we've made the market, the more people are mm -hmm. likely to gravitate towards the regulated, safe market. For just, I mean, one of the problems with betting uh, offshore, of course, is that when you win. You know, collecting your money is extremely difficult. Well, yeah. and, sure. Some make um, it harder than others, but yeah, I, oh, really? I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, Bovada, especially. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous how long it takes to get your money back. Oh yeah. And so yeah. There, there is there is always going to be some element of a black market or an overseas overseas market, but there is absolute value to having a safe and regulated market. Mm. Um, and so I think um, there's always going to be a fight whenever you're. You know, migrating from a black market to a regulated market, it's government deciding who's going to be involved in that industry, who's going to make money. Mm. And that's going to be provocative and controversial. So um, I'm, gl I, I'm glad we passed it out of the House this year. Um, but I think that I think next year will be the year we actually get it. Is, is it going to be as easy for me to bet on, well, like, you know, a Twins game when, yeah. when the legislation is passed as it is for me now? Yeah, because what'll happen is you'll just be able to use a mobile app from the couch. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll have a you'll have a healthy competition of whichever sports book you want to use. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I, I think if you take a look, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you look at Iowa as a model, <laughs> um, it it, uh, it actually works out pretty good down there. They've got healthy competition. Yeah, uh, of course, they're <laughs> most of their customers from outside the state of Iowa, <laughs> but it's uh, you know you have geofencing, so you have to be in the state. Yeah, uh, you can bet right. in person. So I, I do think that there's a if we do it the right way. Now, if we do it the wrong way and screw it up, then you're totally right. Yeah. Just, well, I know I've heard uh, you know in some states I know it has been pretty badly screwed up. So I guess it just depends. You're right on on how efficient this will be. Yeah, the big issue is whether we allow mobile or not. And the bill that we passed out of the uh, the house last year mm -hmm. that did that did allow mobile. Uh, the the most provocative issues around that were the gambling age, you know, how old someone should be to be able to gamble on sports, yeah, and then who who has the the ability to hold mobile sports gambling licenses? Yeah, that's that's, that's the, what I would worry about. Yeah, Pat, you know, in, in your one of the things in, that, in your bill, do you have some provision for funding uh, uh, treatment centers for people that have? I, I have I have a couple friends that had severe gambling issues and. I think at the time the biggest treatment center was in South Dakota, if I remember right. And to hear the stories, I mean, I've got a lot of friends that are in Hazelden and uh, and the 12-step program too, and it, it it almost paled in comparison to some of the stories I heard from these guys. And I'm I'm wondering if there's a funding component for people that that need help. Yeah, there was a, in the bill there was extra money for gambling treatment, but it's it's important that you know we joke a lot about you know, generates and stuff, but there is an element of society that does have gambling addiction problems but yeah. when it comes to the different types of gambling sports gambling is is not nearly 
uh, as dangerous as some of the other forms. Uh, the reinforcement of you know, the feedback loop is tends to be longer in a two or three hour contest. You're much more likely to see gambling addicts doing things like slot machines. Yep, slots, yep. blackjack, poker. Oh, really? right. Video, yeah, that's, that's video crack dangerous. is what we call it. Yep. Yeah, you, you don't get right. that kind of, re, you know, you don't get that dopamine rush every three seconds betting on a, on a baseball game. Right. And this, right. none of this would move forward if we didn't have some of those protections built into it. It just, you would not have the votes in the Minnesota legislature to go ahead with it. Well, that's, that's reassuring because I, I never really realized what a big problem it was for some people till I had some friends go through it 20 some years ago. One guy lost everything, his house, oh, business, yeah. family. Oh god. No, I know a guy like that and it was of course he was going out to to the casino and he was playing the slot machines yep. and he t- said he had a system, you know. And I kept oh, saying yeah. I kept saying his system's going to be losing everything. Right. In which he eventually That man's name was Mike Gelfand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you know what? There's like well, in the past, with the uh, with with the morning show, there was always like three days a year when I never made a bet, and those were the three days we were in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, I had yeah. no interest, you know, yep. that, that kind of thing. Sports betters, I, I know sports a lot of sports betters, and I don't think I know one of them who has any interest in betting on slot machines. Yeah, I, well, I don't understand why you do it anyway. You, oh, I get to pull a lever. Who gives a rat's ass? And, the, and yeah, and and the other thing that that I think about about you know rehabbing gambling addicts is I I don't think that it's like you know the more money you spend, the better the treatment is. I think it's it's really I've never known anyone who bets on sports who who really got got anywhere. Uh, you know, in a in a you know, like a Hazelden or any of those places, it's really all about support groups. Oh, is it really? That's the only way you can treat addictive gambling. I have a question for you guys because I'm not a gambler much, but uh, you know, we used to go out to Vegas and all that. And Catherine and I will go out to Mystic Lake or you know Treasure Island like once a year. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I get dirty looks from people because I will put in a hundred dollars on the machine, and if I get up to one fifty, I cash out and leave. Aren't you supposed to do that when you're up fifty percent? It's time to go, isn't it? Hey, uh, the the you know the, then you're betting your you know your your you've got your betting with house money. Yeah. So then, you know, why would you quit when it's house? But the thing that because gamblers, I'm up fifty percent. Well, take, take your hundred back and then just play with the fifty. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The exactly. thing that That's gamblers true. don't understand though is that if you got a hundred and fifty, it's not house money. It's your money. It's your money. Yeah. Exactly. But it's it's addictive. I, you see, I don't have that. I don't. I've never. Even when I used to, like, when I quit drinking, I just quit drinking. I didn't have to go through this deal or that. I don't have that addiction thing. I, I guess I'm just no. too nuts or something. No, it's it's hardwired. Some do. Some. Well, I suppose that's the true. guy that works sixty five hours a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not addicted. Right? <laughs> well, I have to carry you. So that's to, part. That of is it. a tough job. Yeah. Right? What does he do with the rest of the week? I don't even know. I don't know. I couldn't come up with anything. I'm to do. all wound up. That's the whole problem. No, I, I like to go and sit at the machines or stuff. I, I'm a horrible blackjack player. Matter of fact, I got yelled at in Vegas one year. Oh, they don't like it if you if you make yeah. any mistake at oh, all. Oh, she didn't like yeah, that at all. Because the then deck. they then they think you know you've ruined my hand. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, they do. Yes. If they yeah. lose. It's because of you. Yes. If they win, it's because of them. Yes. That's exactly the, my experience with well, that whole deal. The thing about the problem with blackjack, a, though, is that when you're, when you're playing blackjack, the person sitting next to you can actually cause you to lose based on their behavior. Really? You know, if a person, 
mm-hmm. hits or stays when they're not supposed to do that. And it's not a theoretical argument. Like they take the bus card and then you lose. Right. That's why I don't like blackjack. I like it. You know, I wish we had craps in Minnesota because craps is statistically pure. You don't need to worry about someone else impacting the outcome. There's 36 possibilities and they're all the. Uh, all I'm, all I'm you know, saying is it's it's 50 50 whether they cause you to lose yeah, or win. Pretty much. Yeah. You don't know whether I mean, they could actually make you win, too. Oh, yeah. So you never sure. really know. It's if they knew, then, uh, you know, something's up. So you don't like extra chance in a game of chance. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's right. Just give me a coin flip. Good old coin. Because it's a skill game, you know. It's, it's all it's, skill. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I do love it when, when gamblers claim to be skilled at gambling. It's like, give me a break, yeah. whatever. You yeah, well, might have a system, but they have a better one. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, do. Do. they know which machines are going to pay out next, See, that's, of course. that's where sports betting comes in. It does well, require true. skill. It does. Yeah, that does require skill. You're right about that. I just like that. What was that the MIT? What were they? The MIT eight? Wasn't that there were eight students at MIT that figured out how to run every casino out of money? Remember that story? Oh, counting cards. Yeah, counting yeah. cards. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. my God, they were amazing at it. Oh yeah, and now if you go to a casino and, and you're playing blackjack and you win ten dollars, right away there's some guy named Guido staring at you. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like it's that complex of a thing. It's like you know if you. If you know how many decks there are, you know how many of each card there are. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, yeah. is the deck high or low? That's really all it is. Right. So That's it's, right. it's not like it's this, like, you know, genius level skill where you're manipulating probabilities. It's well, there's a chance that not everybody can think as clearly as you. Anyone well, I comes mean, to I probably couldn't do it myself because I just you th- do I don't have the mind for blackjack. I've tried playing blackjack maybe three times in my life. No matter how many times I say hit me, I always lose. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't hit on 20. Don't hit on 20, yes. Don't hit on 20. We should take a little break, and when we come back, we'll uh, interview Ryan about uh, his, how the campaign's going for his new job. Well, we'll be right back after me. these exciting words from our sponsors. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number two, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Saber is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Saber, Saber and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. 
It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. We are back with Car Selling Secrets. Uh, we had a question from a listener during the break. Wendy wanted to know about... You You read it, Andy. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> if I can find it, let's see. Uh, the chat's been rather, about, rather active today with Dad's announcements. He's talking so. about... Oh, has it? Recreational marijuana. Yes. Basically, when are the two think? parties going to come together and make recreational weed illegal? Well, two of the two parties on this podcast are. Uh, we both support it and have voted for it. Um, I don't see, Pat, you can weigh in. I don't see Republican legislative leaders getting on board anytime soon. Pat, um, you're Pat. I guess I would. Put down the bomb. <laughs> I would I would disagree with that. I think that it's clearly the. I mean, Ryan is right that historically Democrats have been more supportive of it than Republicans. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's exceptions in both parties, but I think you're just seeing more and more movement towards the idea that this. You know, we're not talking about heroin or meth or something. We're talking about cannabis or right. marijuana, and that is a that's a vastly different drug. I, at some point here, someone's going to realize that. The changes we made in session this year, um, <laughs> basically, and Ryan, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you know, we basically legalized a lot of marijuana this year, yeah. uh, whether people realize it or not. He had mentioned and, that actually off the air. If you could tell more about that, because I, I wasn't aware that there was any change to the laws, and I think most people probably weren't. Well, um, it isn't through, you know, like a regular legalization that you've seen in other states, but we legalized uh, CBD products that have high enough concentrations of THC in them that people will be able to purchase them legally in Minnesota with enough uh, firepower to get you high. All right, then. And when is this change coming into effect? Do you guys know? Well, I assume you know. Is it July uh, 1? Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Happy 4th. Apparently it will <laughs> be. Happy 4th. All right, then where, where do we go then? <laughs> if, a, if, a, if a constituent lived hypothetically on Quentin Avenue. <laughs> uh, so so how do you obtain this stuff? It'll be any, you know, your uh, local hemp, you know, shop. Mm. CBD, any place that sells CBD products. Hmm. It's not, it is... Um, there were a number of regulatory uh, issues that changed uh, in the last year, and so we created a new framework to legalize 
this product. Um, you know, they basically could do it before, but it was kind of a gray area. Now it's very clearly legal to sell it. There you go. So this is what is it now? It's it's supposed to be CBD, but it's got enough THC in it. That's correct. To get you a, a nice little buzz going. Yep. See, I only use it to sleep, so when I take it, I just get tired and I go to sleep. Well, you could buy these. I mean, depending on the concentration levels and what amount of THC you use to sleep, you may be able to just buy it cheaply over the counter. God, that'd be amazing. I do have to take a lot, though, because, you know, it's all this muscle mass in there. Yet. We had, a, we had this, uh, <laughs> we had this negotiation, away. and uh, and the one of the Republican senators uh, broke in and said, wait, did we just legalize weed? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> well, what the hell, close enough. It's good to know that even at the government, people are only paying half attention to their jobs. Oh, God, that's true. Yeah, it's gonna, what's going to be interesting, because I, I think, uh, you know, Ryan and I may be like one of, I don't know, five or ten legislators who realized what happened this year. <laughs> and people are going to be... Uh, finding this out pretty quick. I've actually been surprised that we haven't seen more media coverage of it. I, I watch media a lot, and I'm on social media. This is the first I've heard about this. So is this going to be available at drugstores or just uh, centers? I think it's a legal product that could be sold anywhere. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm asking that question. That'd be pretty interesting. Movie theaters? Go to a movie theater. Hey, give me some hemp. I'm good to go. I could, but going to the movies these days, I could use some hemp to get through. <laughs> My God, the movies suck right now. Thank you for saying that. When when did the movies get so shitty in this country? Pat, they're horrible. I, I hear this new Elvis movie is supposed to be right, fantastic. Name something that is going well. Well, yeah. that's true. That's a pretty legal, good point. Legal weed in Minnesota, apparently. That's, that's a very, one very thing. good point. But no, I, I know the therapists are very busy these oh, days. Oh, yeah, I bet they true. are. It's true. Top Although I will good. say I that the, uh, the new Top Gun movie was actually pretty. Yeah, good. I didn't care for it at all. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not enamored with that. What's his name? Tom Cruise. Well, what's his name? What the hell's his name? Tom Clupin? <laughs> yeah, what is right. It? One of the few celebrities I can actually name. We call him Stretch. He's about five five, I think, isn't he? Uh, five, it's about six, right. Yeah, that's yeah, about right. What I did like about that movie, though, Tom, was that the the shots from inside the planes were real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. They were. were. Yeah, they it wasn't were. CGI. So seeing their genuine reactions to being scared was, you know, that was kind of cool. No, I, I I would agree with you on that one. It's just it was way too long. Two hours and forty that whole minutes. The last thing where they were in exact Russia without it being called Russia, <sighs> and then they had to steal an F fourteen. Right, that, they could have ended the movie. I couldn't agree that more. It's like okay, I'm going home. My wife liked it, but I just I, I'm sorry if it gets more than about. Laurel and Hardy did it in 55 minutes. That's all I got to say. You're doing a lot of very uh, old throwback references today. It's almost like you're backward looking today yeah. for some reason. Well, you know, it's the beginning of my the job I just retired from. Or I still love the fact <laughs> they call me retiring. I, I'm getting, I'm laughing at that. It's now. the bee's knees. It is the bee's knees. It works for me. But yeah, after 37 years, I suppose I might be thinking a little differently today. Possibly. And why not? I agree. I suppose, yeah, why not? We'll just move on with other things, and it all works out in the end. But, yeah, I, I just, I literally am looking, and I I remember saying nine or ten years ago, and I said, this digital is going to destroy the world, and look what it's doing. Everybody's nervous. Everybody's, uh, it's just horrible right now. The things that people do and say on, on digital formats, it's going to destroy the world if we're not, we're forced these people to shut the hell up. I mean, stop lying so much. Shouldn't you have to tell the truth? That'd be good. 
What do you think? Yeah, the social media, the social media aspect of it is is very toxic too. It's and there's horrible. A, there's a I mean, there's a reason why we're seeing um, kids' incidents of self harm, particularly with young women. Going Absolutely. Like, Aren't are we just fun guests today? We're talking about gambling degenerates and social media. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Suicide. Yes. Yeah, so laugh riot. Hour. But no, I mean, it's a situation where everybody's so ill at ease right now because you just don't know what the hell's going to go hap- go on next. It's crazy. Yeah, so, I'm in one of my, um, periodically I just take a month or two months off and I shut off all social media. Yeah. And I, I'm in one of those windows right now where I'll just, I'm not going to be on social media until September. I, uh, and I, and I, I love it. I was at yeah. my uh, local, uh, my favorite pizza place. It was just a couple months ago. And um, there were, I, I think they counted, there were 15 people in there. It was kind of an off hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 were looking at their phones. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was a guy, he was, it was a Wednesday, and there was a guy with, he, he had uh, two, his two daughters with him. They were, looked to be about three and five. Oh. It was clearly, mm-hmm. of course, the divorced dad who got the yeah. kids on Wednesday, <laughs> right? Exactly. So the, the, they're sitting there waiting for their pizza. And um, and the guy's not looking at the kids at all. Oh, he's just and you know this is you see this every day, so it's not unusual. No. But he, the kids are doing what they're doing, and he's looking at his phone. Pizza comes, he's still looking at his phone. I they're know. eating, he's still looking at his phone. So I walked out of the place. I walked past him, and I and I I, I looked up at him. Of course, it was hard to make eye contact because he was looking at his looking phone. Looking at his phone, yes. And I said, hey, you know. Uh, I, I've never known anyone on their deathbed who said, "God, I wish I'd spent more time on my phone." <laughs> Isn't that you the said truth? That? Did he say anything? He was too busy looking at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even hear you, Mike. I know. They, I know. Can, they can't even hear you when you you say it. But I just I felt that. like I had to say it. You know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's weird. Let's uh, switch directions a little bit. Let's I wanted uh, Ryan to talk a little you. bit about his campaign and how's it going and educate everybody as to what you're up to and what you're running for so on and so forth now that tom's quitting we've got i think we're up to what five million listeners to the podcast right now so you get a big audience audience skip the county thing just go straight national (laughs) ryan just go for it well thanks for uh the opportunity i'm running for hennepin county attorney uh which is a nonpartisan race there is a primary in august and the general election takes place in november the county attorney is the chief prosecutor for Hennepin County, which is what are you looking at me when you say that? Wise, about a quarter of the state's population, so it plays a big role in public safety, addressing crime, trying to deal with uh, the uh, criminal justice system and all the problems and challenges we have uh, had. Right. Not only in the last two years, but historically. So there's it's uh, an important role, um, and uh, I think most people I talk to are looking for. A, uh, safety in their communities. They want a justice system that they trust, and they want to feel like if they have a problem, they're going to be able to call somebody who's going to show up and help. And uh, that's the kind of public safety uh, we should be able to deliver. That's something the state should be able to do. The county should be able to do. There was some gal from Plymouth that used to have that job, isn't that right? Some some dish. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> what? I'm gonna, next time I see Amy Klobuchar, I'm going to tell her that you called her a dish. <laughs> you know what's so funny about Amy? She always asks about me when she runs into somebody I know, but she will never talk to me. She always asks, how's Tom doing? We how's could get her on the show, you know. Oh, I don't think so. Mm. Paul, Paul would make her if you asked him to. Really? Yeah, they're tight as tigers. 
Oh, I know that. Yeah, they're very. But Amy's always been very pleasant, not to me, yeah. but about me. Yeah, she's very pleasant. But I think, I, am I a danger to most people? Is that the problem? You've done nothing yes. but ruin my yes. career. <laughs> that goes, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, your career is just horrible. There's no doubt about that. No, it's so weird because I, I just, I, I go through things, and Mike will tell you this is, is true. Uh, just a few months ago, and I'm not going to get too deeply in this, but, but about six months ago, a guy over at a business that I'm involved in, sent a letter to the president of the company saying he was terrified of me. And every time I saw him, he was too scared to stay in the building and blah, blah, blah. I've never met the guy. What is that? I've never even met him. Some, yeah, peop- some people know. just need a hug. I guess they do. I, but it better I, not be from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He tried to choke me to death. You know, I've, I've known you now for what? 40 years. Almost 40 years. Yeah. And uh, I, can, I can tell people, I, can, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, but, but the, the one person in the world who you are scared of is yourself. Yeah. Now you're not a danger to anyone else. No, I'm not a danger to anybody, other than myself. As I, I've ruined my life. Well, Is that I think what you're you, saying? I think you've kind of you've figured that one out over the years. You think I have? I think so. Yeah, you might be right. I just I don't understand that about people. It's like, well, I've never met you. I don't know you. Why would you do that? Just odd. People yeah. do a lot of projecting. They do, don't they? And the more isolated we are, I think the more we're taking whatever is going on inside our head and putting it out there at the world. Was that a COVID problem because we were so isolated? I think that's made a big yeah, difference. Yeah, I do too. Well, you know, we've gotten used to isolation. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know that we're ever going get to get past that. Oh, God, I hope. We, that's what I hear from everybody, by the way. Things that very... can't continue usually don't. Things will not constantly, well, constantly stay that God, way. We'll figure right. out a new way of doing it. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think, and I think we'll have, you know, it'll be more like a flu shot, because we know we know COVID's here to stay. It is, yes. And hopefully, it'll be more like a flu shot, where you get it once a year, maybe twice a year. It's, it'll just be part of our lives. And then there'll be people yeah. like Scott Jensen telling you don't to take it. Uh, but for well, most, but for most of us, most <laughs> of us, most of us who are rational. Pat, Pat, did you want to comment? <laughs> I do actually. No, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I, just for the record, I always feel like before I talk about vaccines that I should like, you know, hey, I'm vaccinated. And well, I think a, you have oh, to yeah. you have to be vaccinated to drive a Tesla, don't you? Probably, probably true. Yeah, it's like a biohazard warning on it. But uh, no, I mean, I think that uh, in all seriousness, it's important to understand that some of the skepticism that happened when when the vaccines first came out, people need to draw a direct line to where this came from. Where it came from was the opioid crisis. So if you look back at when Oxycontin got approved by the federal government and government said, oh, this is safe, it's okay, everything's fine, and what happened? It destroyed families and it just caused the opioid epidemic. This is not about about that at all. Did did you get a hernia stretching for that one? (laughs) No, 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 no. It is is one. You can draw a, a direct line. The skepticism people had about COVID vaccines, oh, man. comparing it to uh, to what happened with oxycontin. The opioid 100%. the opioid crisis is a crisis of hopelessness. Well, it's also a problem of the federal government approving a drug that they told people was not addictive, when in mm-hmm. fact it was a pill form of heroin. And then That's they the targeted problem. those areas where people worked with their bodies and said, "Hey, you don't have to live in pain." The they there you know, they are have- the manufacturers. 
Yeah. Say that again, Ryan? The they there who did the targeting was not the government. It was the manufacturers. Yes, but the, the government worked in partnership with them to say yeah. this product was, was safe. But anyway, the, the said, whole yep. thing about vaccines is a whole bunch of people who really resist being told what to do. Yeah. And you can say yeah. there's a perfectly good, you know, all-American idea that don't tell me what to do. I don't need uh, these highly educated elites telling me how to uh, be safe. And so the more you tell them that this is what they should do, the more they're going to push back and say, don't do it. I, I think that's that. what it's foundationally about. I was vaccinated three times and then got COVID. So I was really happy about that. That was a thrill for me. And one of the good things that's actually happened in this area is that, you know, the original COVID, you know, the original brand, classic COVID, is a lot different than the variant that's prominent, that's, you know, yeah. prevalent today. Yep, so like, true. like the first time I got COVID, I mean, that was scary. I mean, I, I've never had a, you know, gotten sick to the point that I was fearful. Well, now when you get it, there is, the, you know, in addition to having natural immunity built up among people and being vaccinated, uh, it is a different response. So it's, it's it's rational that we're going to see government be less intrusive and less involved in this area. Um, but it's not, uh, to your guys' points, it's endemic. It's not going away. This is part of the new normal. It is. So great. What else? What's coming after COVID? Now, there's got to be another disease headed our way. I would imagine. Oh, there's monkeypox. Monkeypox. Monkey oh, well, that's, that's a, not nearly uh, viral enough for, for anyone to worry about, though. And they can kick that ass. There's a medication that takes that right out, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, people don't die from it very often. Not very often. No. Now, the most deadly strain of it. it well, there's two strains. There's one. I think there's one percent lethal and one that's 10 percent lethal oh really and the one that's going around is one percent yeah but it's also it's a lot harder to catch yeah i think a lot of it is sexually transmitted yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much i think all you're it, right yeah. pretty much all of it is yeah, yeah. It's, there's a, just a great <clears throat> rule in life to follow avoid open lesions well if it's sexually transmitted i'm not going to worry because i can't give it to myself no, you <laughs> when you're how about that guy on national television who said he was apparently somebody broke into his house, mm-hmm. and he was in the bedroom or wherever his wife called out to him. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and he says to the reporter, "Well, I was in the bedroom whacking my meat," and oh, it's like, no. "What?" I, I was the one that sent that to Tony. Yeah, you Lee. were. You like, I said, "Tony, over. is this real? Do you there think?" Are and he no looks at it and he goes, "For oh anything, God. anywhere." <laughs> That's right. You're the one that sent it over. And so we had a long conversation. I said it could be dubbed, but if it's dubbed, it's dubbed really, really well. I don't think it's dubbed. I think that's real. Well, there's no more (laughs) editing in television. We know that. Just watch it. Uh, You know, I think I I know that guy. I think I met him at my incel meeting. Sure. That's exactly (laughs) what happened. That's exactly what happened. No question about it. I I don't know what the hell. Look, this whole monkeypox thing. I just love the fact that I can't remember who it was or where she was from or whatever, but she, she demanded they change the name of Monkeypox. Oh, God. It's like, are you pulling my tit? Seriously. It's Monkeypox. To primate pox? I mean, yeah, primate pox. Yeah, there you go, to, primate right? pox. It's like, why do you care about that? Oh, yeah, the big stories were changing the name of Monkeypox and a same-sex kiss in uh, Toy Story. Oh, that's episode right. Episode whatever. Yeah, like, that's right. Here. These are the critical issues facing our nation Isn't right that now. Just amazing. That's it, huh? Uh, oh, whatever. And Ted Cruz is in a battle with Sesame Street. Oh, that's right. What? He's battled over over. He's Elmo overmatched. And he's overmatched. Who's doing Elmo? <laughs> Who's the other one? Are you kidding? No, that's true. Oh, Jesus. Get I, I know nothing about this. I'm not on social media. What's going on with Ted Cruz? What did he? 
He got pissed off at Elmer. Yeah, he's mad uh, at Elmo. Oscar yeah, because there was another one. Elmo's promoting uh, vaccines. Isn't that what it is? I think. Yeah, it was Elmo and the one other one. There were two of them that that got vaccinated. Oh, two. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but I can't remember the other one. All right, Elmo got his COVID vaccine apparently. I passed right. on the video, so I don't know that much I don't about know. it. I get that stuff sent to me. I don't know what the hell it's all about. I, I literally have gotten to the point in my life is like, leave me alone. You know yeah. what I mean? People are just insane right now. And are we, honest to God, going to get through this? I Everybody I talked to, just like you guys said the same thing, I don't think we are going to get through it. It's just going to get bigger and bigger. You think? I, I have we actually. have no place to go. Yeah. We're a social creature. We're yeah. going to figure this out somehow. I hope so. I have the some big, hope. The big and, fight and, is going to be... Go ahead, I think Pat. the big fight to yeah the big fight to watch here is, um, preview of coming attractions is the social media companies and the device providers. So you'll notice like in app, Apple, in their app store they don't have any pornography. They just have set a rule that says, you know, it's not consistent with our corporate mission to allow that. And if Apple starts locking down these social media companies, saying, hey, you got to make your products less addicting, you can't have the algorithms target kids. There's going to be a pretty huge battle between the Facebooks of the world, TikToks, mm. and the um, and the Apples. It's, it's a it's a fascinating battle, but I think it's I think in five years we're going to look back and be like, you mean we gave these phones to kids and we let anyone say anything to them? It's just it's just incredibly toxic and poisonous. Well, it's, the it kids is, won't yeah. have any trouble finding the porn. It'll be the adults who won't be able to do it. <laughs> Can't track her down. No. They'll have to ask their kids for help. They'll be busy trying to figure out how to forward an email to <laughs> find you can like renew sort of your Wii subscription, Mike. Oh, Oink. Remember that? The what? I don't remember Oink. The remember what? Wii magazine? No. Oink? O-U-I, Wii magazine. Oh, Wii. It, was, it was kind of like Playboy. I'm it was like a penthouse for classy people. Yeah, right. It was just a joke. I'm in a construction trailer because I was we built. You know all those all those fences that uh, go up 35W. Mm-hmm. I made most of the posts for those, the con- concrete posts. That was my job. Yeah, making those. And I go into the construction trailer, which, by the way, was about the size of this room, and every inch of the wall was covered with the pornography. Every inch of it was covered with pornography. And this guy's reading a magazine. He goes, man, this is a great new magazine. I said, what are you reading? He goes, flips it over. He goes, oink. <laughs> I said, really? Oink? Is that what, is that what it says? Okay. Ah, uh, um, yes. Well, those pigs are pretty sexy. <laughs> the plenty sexy oh, yeah. pigs. Oh, yeah. Good. My God, the time's flying by. What the hell? Is we got about four what or have five we talked minutes about? left. Have we said anything? I know. Have we said we'll anything? About... About... <laughs> We're bitching at each other about everything. It's wonderful. Talked about Pat's Tesla and Dr. Scott Jensen and mm-hmm. legalization. My campaign and... for Hennepin County yeah, Attorney. That's right. Exactly. Oh, you're running for Hennepin County Attorney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, can you mention my name one more time? Oh. I thought Ryan that's... Winkle, you're running for... Oh, this is great news. We just call hey, it you know, monkey I, pop. Guys, I do know that I, I kid Ryan a lot and stuff like that. We love and it. I don't live in Hennepin County, so I can't. You can do it. That's true. You can't be arrested. Yeah, that over too. But I, I do think Ryan uh, would be uh, really good for the role of what Hennepin County needs. It is one of these things where it's a local unit of government, but it does have strong interactions and impacts on the region and state. So if I lived in Hennepin County, I'd be one of these people who is a Scott Jensen, Ryan Winkler voter. That's I where just, I would be. Uh, so who would be the other one? <laughs> just taking some deep breaths here. <laughs> I just got the coveted endorsement. Yes, the coveted endorsement. Exactly. Hitler wasn't available, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yang, you know. 
unbelievable. Ryan's like, shit, now I can't quit my job. I'm going to have to keep moving forward, ladies and gentlemen. I, what are you? I don't I See, I think this is really good for people to listen to because we are talking, you know, a Republican talking to a Democrat. You guys really like each other. You get along. I really wish there was more of that. No, I really do. But, my God, we're so far separated. It's And then I'm standing here in the center going, oh, I get punched by both of you. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Well, you know, it, 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 it is refreshing to hear a couple of people, a couple of politicians, uh, able to discuss these things. And maybe, you know, maybe they're pretty, they feel pretty strongly about it. But they can discuss these things without going home and sending the other one a death threat. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. I would, yeah, that would be nice if we stopped the death threats. I, I have to agree with you on that yeah. one. I just, the, uh, we're setting the bar low, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it is it pretty low. It keeps getting lower. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is true. But you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, and again, like something like public safety, you know, we can sit and debate what the causes are of it, and there'd be different opinions on this. But I think something we would all agree on is that we have to work together to fix it. I mean, it's a real it's a real problem, and the idea that there's only going to be a, a DFL or a Republican, you know, progressive or conservative solution. Is just not the case. We have right. to work together, <clears throat> I and love if it. we don't, if we don't do that, you know, our state and our region are going to be in trouble. But we have to turn things around, and that takes collaboration, compromise, and working together. So you want people to do the job. The whole so state whether, depends on a so whether it's Ryan Winkler strong. at the Hennepin County Attorney level or Scott Jensen for governor. I think those are both things you uh, that Ryan can get behind. Right? Is now. there <laughs> is there anybody left that still thinks that defunding the police is a good idea? Yes. Or was that there are? Yes. Okay. Why? Why? They think that uh, the whole uh, public safety apparatus is so messed up that it can't be saved. And if you took all of that money that is spent and instead gave it to people to meet their basic needs, we wouldn't have crime. That's insane. Yes, it is insane. It's, it's absolutely. Totally insane. I grew up in it. Those are not my supporters. Well, I understand. There's a candidate in the race who has those people supporting I her, understand. but I am not that okay. candidate. But I'm just telling you, I... You want to know who's got a lot of guns? It's my old neighbors. They got oh, yeah. lots of guns, baby, and they're never giving them up. You know, people live in their heads, right? They construct yeah. these yeah. elaborate mental schemes to explain everything in the world. It's the yes. it's the same people who believe in defunding police. It's not that far from people who have convinced themselves that uh, global warming is not happening and that it's all an elaborate conspiracy, right? You start to think that you can't accept a reality and so you figure out a way to create this whole mental framework to get out of it but the problem and the more is, you Ryan, tell them the less they're going to hear but the problem is when you got people like aoc saying the earth's coming to an end in 10 years it's well, such bullshit well there are some scientists saying that too well it's so, ridiculous i mean the, the idea that the supreme court now says you don't have to worry about that anymore that's a little that's scary not, too like that's not what the supreme court no, said, I, I, said I, I read what they said but but you know, we. I'm just. But there. The point is, there are a lot of politicians out there, maybe half of them, who are denying science there too. I mean, there is no scientific question about the fact that global warming is a pretty damn serious thing. You know, all the people who you know when you when you see big buildings breaking off into oceans, that's mm -hmm. probably a sign that maybe something needs to be done. But what are we going to do about the population of the planet? It's not an American problem. Mm -hmm. We love to well, take... We can, starting with acknowledging we have a problem would get us a long ways there, right? Well, I mean, yes, I understand I'll tell you, that. you know who's going to... you know who in the United States is going to... is figuring out really quick that this is a real problem? Mm -hmm. It's the city, the city of Miami. 
Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, absolutely. That place is screwed. I mean, they are totally screwed. Yeah, they are. And, I mean, the amount of um, sunlight flooding they're having, it used to be very rare they have these king tides. Right. And now, as the ocean rises, it's getting more and more frequent. Florida, but specifically Miami, is going to be in big trouble. And it's going to be pretty difficult to deny there's a problem when you're when you're flooding out a major city as often as Miami is going. To be. They will come up with a reason why it really isn't caused by carbon in the atmosphere. Yeah, that's that's I think that's right. But the problem, guys, I think we're going to throw the flag. In the, all right, go, go ahead. All right, let's go. When Al Gore claimed that he was walking down the street in Miami and kept stepping on fish, I mean, that doesn't help either. Well, being ridiculous is usually not good for your cause. Exactly. And we have more ridiculous than we've ever had. It's just ridiculous. In my neighborhood, they step on gefilte fish. Yeah, they do. It's a whole different deal over with Galfano Acres. That wraps up Car Selling Secrets. I'd like to thank Pat Garofalo, who can't run a calendar, and uh, the new Hennepin County attorney, uh, Ryan Winkler, (laughs) for being on the show. No, it's always you guys are just awesome. Always great guests. You I always are. look, great look forward to having you both on. Uh, no shows next week. Actually, uh, there'll be no car selling secrets for the next two weeks. Let's see. We said that. Here. Yeah, I'm going to uh, my dad's memorial is uh, the middle of July. So How's I'm going that to North going, Carolina. Man? How are you doing with that? That's Actually, rough. I'm doing okay, and I'm glad you asked. I got advice yeah. from a really good friend of mine who lost, lost his wife suddenly to cancer. Oh, God. And... You know, he had a friend read his notes at her memorial service, and it was really good. And I was talking to him afterwards, and I said, you know, I'm going to do that, but I'm just going to do it off the cuff. And he goes, no, don't do that. Write it out yeah. and then read it to somebody a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, and I, and I started exactly. working on it just the last couple of days, and it was really good advice. So It really sucks, though, as I still go through my situation with my brother Troy, because he's been dead for two years now. Yeah. And I still think he's alive. Yeah, and I, no, it's and all weird. And you come slamming back, it's like, no, he's not. Yep, no, I know. It's, That's it, tough. And maybe that yeah. never goes away. So uh, join us in another three weeks for another exciting episode of Doug and the Quitter. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.